When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. podcasters how you feeling oh i'm well yeah i guess you well you guys aren't podcasters sharp tonguers i'm gonna call you sharp tonguers how we feeling monday morning just another manic monday oh whoa. if you don't know that song then you know you're just a horrible person um you're not a horrible person isn't everybody a horrible person at one point in their life you know, sometimes you have to be a horrible person to realize how to be a good person. Okay. I've had a glass of wine. I've had a couple hits off of my elephant bowl. I bought an elephant bowl when I was visiting New York a few months back and he keeps me company. I fill them full of earth flowers and I burn them and I smoke them through his bunghole. And then I think about the stars and galaxies and Dromeda and supernovas and you know I float off into into sleep having wonderful dreams my little elephant weed bowl I gotta give him a name oh speaking of names haha how how smooth of a segue uh I'm I'm doing giveaways I'm continuing my Jesse May giveaways on the podcast I'm gonna announce the winner of this week this week's giveaway where I'm giving away custom-made necklaces from the urban smith thank you molly over there at the urban smith it is a jewelry company out of san francisco represent your small businesses everybody not so small because she really is uh pumping out product so she was nice enough to to uh, donate product for the podcast she made four custom necklaces just for this podcast to give away I was thinking about giving all four away in one show and I was like that's boring let's let's do it let's spread it out just the way I did in college (laughs) I didn't even go to college that's just a dumb joke so she made custom necklaces for the Jessie Mae giveaway on the Sharp Tongue podcast and this week we are giving away the flawless nameplate I will announce the winner at the end of the podcast. We have to save the good shit for the last. Um, I'm going to take a sip of my wine right now. Delicious. A little red wine after a long work day. I'm working on a pilot for the Oxygen Network. I'm very excited about it. I've shot a bunch of pilots. Uh, if you guys don't know what a pilot is, I, and it's not. I'm not like shooting pilots. Uh, like people who fly planes. This is a a show that you actually... Oh, look, somebody's trying to FaceTime me while I'm doing my fucking podcast. What the fuck? Who doesn't know what time it is? Actually, it's really late for me to be posting this, but whatever. So I shot a pilot. I'm shooting a pilot. I've shot a bunch of pilots. Um, It's not illegal. It's just what you do when you you film shows. It's a process of the show creating... uh, of creating a show. And I'm very excited. It's for oxygen. We'll see what happens. Sometimes they go. Sometimes they don't. 
you put a lot of effort in and sometimes it goes to shit. It's just like a relationship. You're like, I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to cry. I'm going to bleed. I'm going to sweat. And this guy's just going to walk away from me. Okay. And I'm going to continue to try and hold my head up high and hope there's someone else out there for me. So it's just a part of the game, man. You have to, you have to keep working. You can't become a lazy bitch. You can't be a do nothing bitch. Okay. That is gross. That's disgusting. My mother did not raise me to be like that. My father did. Um, okay. What has happened to me? <laughs> a do nothing bitch, by the way, um, is Ronda Rousey's slogan. It's become her slogan. She, it may have just, I think it came out of an organic moment and I spoke about it in my last, a couple last podcasts. She, there's this great video of her where she talks about she's not that, that she's not a do nothing bitch and her body isn't made to made to fuck millionaires and i concur my body is made to excrete disgusting noises and keep me single forever okay eternally single that's me i if you follow me on the social medias you know that i had to take fozzy to the vet which cost me 1200 dollars for them to tell me he's an asshole. Oh, he's he's not he's sick with asshole. I don't know if you guys know that that can be a th- your dog is sick with asshole. No, you know, you guys know the ongoing thing. Fozzie's a 5 pound my 5 pound Mexican asshole and he has heart disease and he didn't want to eat for 2 days. And it's just crazy to have something so small uh be the centrifugal force in your life. And he just was looking at me. He was in the shape of a U because he was so uncomfortable. He just was in this weird position for two days, didn't eat, didn't drink water, and was like, fuck you, I'm done. And I'm like, no, let me pump you full of medication and keep you alive longer. So that's what I had to do. I brought him to the veterinarian who he was, okay, first of all, the triage doctor, I'm going to blow up his spot. I don't even care. I took Fozzie to the VCA in Los Angeles. He's barking right now. He's such a dick. Um, I took him to the VCA and the triage doctor. Okay. A fucking, I didn't even know that they had triage doctors at the veterinary clinic. I thought that was just something that happened for human beings in the emergency unit at a hospital. No, Dr. Lamas comes into the room, steals my heart away and he checks on Fozzie's heart while he steals mine. Dr. Lamas was adorable. So shout out to Dr. Lamas at the VCA hospital in Los Angeles you are the shining light in my life now. <laughs> That's what I need, like a nice triage vet tech. Just some guy who cares about chinchilla's heart rates. <laughs> Just some guy who's checking gecko's, you know, pulses per minute. Just some guy who's just checking the, the lung capacity of a gecko. You know, he's, 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 he's checking out to see if the tarantula has any skin irritations before he molts out his exoskeleton. I just need a guy like that. Dr. Lamas comes in, checks on Fozzie Bear. And, you know, I had to go tape my pilot, or I had to go work on the pilot. This, this was a few days ago. And Fozzie made me late to my pilot. And they put him, the funniest thing is one of my friends, my assistant's girlfriend, works at the VCA hospital. Shout out to Chelsea my boo, for taking care of Fozzie. That's one of the reasons why I brought Fozzie there because Chelsea was there to watch him. 
she sends me a picture. So I had to leave him. I had to leave him and go work at the office and write for the pilot. And she, and so I leave him and she sends me a photo. I'm like, is Fozzie Bear okay? I'm stressed the fuck out. Is Fozzie Bear okay? And she sends me a photo. He was in a fucking oxygen tank. Like Sigourney Weaver from Aliens. She, he, she, they had him in this little tank so we could get oxygen. I've never even been in an oxygen tank. I need the oxygen. I'm the one that's fucking stressing out over this dog that is just like <laughs> at four o'clock in the morning every single night for the past year and a half. That's not an exaggeration. I am woken up every night. I've been woken up every night by this little fucking asshole for the past year and a half to this <laughs> Because his heart is exploding slow at a slow rate on the inside of his body. Not on the outside, because the heart isn't even on the outside. So she sends me this photo of him in the oxygen tank. And I'm like, how much is that going to cost? I just see cha-ching, cha-ching. So, this, so I had $1,200. So that was one, that was one day this, the last week. Fozzie to the vet, $1,200. I had to leave him there, go work on my pilot. I, come, I pick up Fozzie. I come home. Carlin, who I usually crate because, you know, he's still a adolescent boxer pit bull and that pit bulls kind of mature around four or five years. So it takes you some time to get to trust them. Wine break. So I crate him once in a while. If I'm gone, if I know I'm going to be gone for a long day, I put him in his crate. I come home. Now I usually keep the crate against the wall. And if you guys follow me on Periscope, there's been a couple days where I just go out for like 20 minutes and I try and test Carlin out and I come home and this motherfucker went through the recyclables like some hobo looking to turn in cans so he can buy himself a nip for the weekend. You know those little short bottles of alcohol? It looks like Carlin went through the goddamn recyclables. He's like, I need to get some some of this plastic so I can turn it in and get myself some Jack Daniels. So I came home three days last week before the day that I'm about to tell you about. And and it was like the past two weeks, Carlin had gotten to the recyclables, went through the whole fucking thing like a crazy person looking for crack. So this particular day, after I found out that I had a $1,200 vet bill, excuse me, worked all day on the pilot, come home, the crate that is normally flush against the wall was out in the middle of the floor of my apartment. So I'd say about five feet from its normal position. I walk into this. I see the crate five feet from its normal position. The crate door had been bent open. Metal. I'm like, did Carlin turn into the fucking Hulk? (laughs) I'm thinking my dog turned into the goddamn Hulk. Because I'm like, how did the crate get in the middle of the floor? And how did he open the goddamn door if it was locked? The crate was bent open. I just stood there in horror because he wasn't anywhere. I couldn't find him. I called him. I was like, Carlin? And I freak. I'm thinking, you know what I honestly thought? Somebody broke in. This is my thought. This is how crazy my brain was. Somebody broke into my, into my apartment, pulled the crate out, didn't unlock it, bent the door open, and stole my dog. And then lock the door behind them (laughs) was rude enough to steal my dog nice enough to worry about my apartment security such an idiot so then I just stand there and I kind of take in the the scene and then I look into my bedroom which is off to the right there was shit all over my bedroom floor 
projectile shit all over the bedroom floor. And then I walk in and Carlin is underneath my bed hiding because this motherfucker, if you're following me on Periscope, you know, ate a whole loaf of bread last week. A whole loaf of bread. Are you a poor Irish person? Is this the potato famine? What are you doing? The bread had been on the counter during one of those days, the week prior that I told you about where I was testing out my trust with him, leaving him out of the crate. He had crawled on. The only way he could have gotten the bread is crawling onto the fucking counter. So this motherfucker ate a loaf of bread and I've been waiting all week for that bread to come through with fury and it did this particular night. But not only did he eat the loaf of bread, he also ate a three pound bag of uncooked rice. This motherfucker, are you a poor person? Are we in the Middle East? What's happening? Why are you, also you're in LA. Don't eat carbs, ew. Don't you know people out here don't eat that many carbs? You're not gonna fit in. This motherfucker ate a bag of rice and a loaf of bread and then projectiles shat it all out on my carpet after finding out that I had a $1,200 vet bill for my five pound bag of shit dog and all this and I was creative all day so I was exhausted. I just, I honestly just cried. (laughs) I leaned over my dog's shit, over Carlin's shit and I cried for like three seconds and then I pulled myself together like, bitch, you need to calm down because you are able to have dogs in your life cleaning up shit is the least of your worries. Like, let's just put some shit into perspective. Like literally you have to put the shit in perspective. That was three days ago. The shit smell has just about left my bedroom. I'm still single. No act. The good thing is ladies, if you want to find like another birth control method, have your dog shit in the floor in your bedroom. No one's going to fuck you. And if a dude fucks you that you should marry him if any man is willing to fuck you through your dog's shit cloud you should marry him but i'm a i'm a classy lady and i shut down the shop so i could clean up the mess that carlin had left what a disaster what a disaster i I just can't I, i i i can't even deal but you know and then it's like what am i gonna do you know these are my dogs what the fuck am i supposed to do you can't communicate to them they're just assholes. Sometimes they're assholes. And you have to deal with it. You have to deal with it. Oh, God. So that's why I'm having wine and smoking pot. Okay? The, and then, and then f- last night, Fozzie shit in the carpet in the corner. It's just, it, 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 I can't handle it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punt him off my balcony. <laughs> I'm going to punt him right off of the damn balcony. I swear to God. Uh, how much fun, but so much fun. Life, life is so much fun. It really is. I, I worked all weekend. If you guys follow me on my Snapchat, I fell all weekend. I fell. I tripped into a bush. I posted it on my Snapchat. Then I was, I was taping with my assistant, Liz. We were taping. I have to uh, send in an audition. So we were working on, on Venice beach filming. Shout out to the people who recognized me. Bunch of cute girls came up to me. And I told him about the podcast, so I hope you guys tuned in. And so at the end, I was just I was spent, and we were walking back. And I, it's like that sort of thing when you're exhausted. And it, I love that kind of that moment because almost everything is funny, where you're just so tired 
that you just can't stop laughing. Carly and I used to get that way when we were on the road together. We were just, at the end of like doing two or three shows, we'd go back to the hotel room and just like laugh our asses off. That's how I felt coming back from shooting with Liz. And I literally, I was just taping myself. And I don't normally do that. I was Snapchatting and I did it once and I tripped into a bush. And the second time I did it, I wasn't watching where I was going and I walked, a, a tree hit me right in the fucking face, right in the face. And then today I was Snapchatting at the offices where the pilot is being worked on. And I, some guy bumped into me and I stepped back and I ended up tripping him and he flew onto the floor. So <laughs> it's just like just disasters happening all around me. Is Mercury in retrograde? I don't know what's happening. Whatever's happening, the planets are aligning so that people are tripping and shit is being projected out of my bum holes, all my, my dog's bum holes. Someone save me, please. Um, I feel so... The, the transition's going to be weird because the guest that I interviewed is such a poised lady. She's a, a very classy lady. It was the first time that I met her. I had known about her because her PR agency is the same as Lexi Atkins, who I interviewed before. Lexi Atkins was the actress from Zombievers who was nice enough to be a guest on my podcast a few podcasts ago. And I was like, you, she, Lexi was so great. Let me know who else you can have in your agency, cute girls or anybody talented that I can interview. So they gave me the wonderful, talented, adorable Ashley Campuzano, who was a pure delight. I have to say, you know, you never know who you're going to interview sometimes. Like, I've been interviewing a lot of my friends and people that I know and people I have a really good relationship with. And so now that I feel comfortable doing the podcast and comfortable talking and doing that whole uh, thing, I was like, well, let's start interviewing people I don't really know and see how that goes. And so Ashley is actually one of my first, uh, first people to do that with. She, I never met her. I didn't know much about her before and I did a bunch of research on her and I was like oh well, this girl's talented and I would love to interview her especially because of her history so I hope you enjoy my interview with the multi-talented Ashley Campuzano that's Carlin drinking in the background listen to this motherfucker Microphone. Okay, sorry. Ashley Campuzano. Bam. Wonderful. Are you so you're you're Mexican American? Yes. I I'm sure you get a lot of people that are like Cam Campuzano. Did I say yeah. it right? Campuzano. Campuzano. Yeah. See, mm -hmm. that makes more sense because the way I say it. How, how, how do you say Campuzano. It? it sounds Italian. Yeah. Well, it is kind of. It is Italian. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's Campuzano. Campuzano. <laughs> and you're from out here on the West Coast. Yes. And you got your start. I did a little research on you, <laughs> which you have to do, right, when you, in, when you interview people. You did Miss Teen California. Latina. Latina. And Miss California USA. What was yeah. that? Like, what is that whole process like? Like, how did you... Is that how you got your start as far as, like, getting into the entertainment industry? Is that something that was in your family? Like, I feel like there's different ways you can get into the pageantry. Yeah. Um, well, my start was commercials. So I started doing commercials when I was young. And then I 
dip my feet into pageants just because, you know, you always watch, like, the Miss USA pageant on TV. It's and, so you know, glamorous. I yeah. remember watching that as a kid and, like, and being I always, like, oh. I always dreamed of being, like, Miss USA or Miss <laughs> Universe, you know? Um, so, you know, I wanted to do pageants, and I started doing pageants. And, um, you know, um, as I grew older, I learned more things and started winning titles. So that was a lot of fun. And it, it, what also was fun about it was that you got to, like, be involved in the community and, you know, learn more about, like, different organizations. Yeah, they so they they, they really do have you go and do other stuff outside of yeah. the Basic, typical... Yeah, basically it's like a 24-hour job, but you're not getting paid. That's crazy! <laughs> so what is it, like, other than having the, the ability to say I am, you know, you have that accolade of being, like, I'm Miss Teen or Miss Latina, whatever the, the, the title is, does it was it fulfilling for you? Yes, it was. I mean, I honestly did it more because of the community work. Yeah, I started doing it more in like city pageants. So I did Miss Downey where I grew up. Right. And um, that's some I, that's some good stuff. Like Miss Downey, that's like I'm taking this to the street. Yeah. Like. So it was like it was like I got to like know people around my community. I got to like know more about my community and know what goes on there. And, yeah. You know, because you never really know what goes on there. Like you know, like, you don't. Th- Christmas, you know, all those events. So it was a lot of fun learning about that stuff. And then I took it to the next level and tried to compete for Miss Teen US California and Miss Teen US Latina, which I won. So how, what is the process like? Because, you know, I do stand-up comedy. So when I'm pre- when I'm preparing for a set or something, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure it's similar in the fact that we both want to achieve something. We both want to do good. And so we practice. For me, I just have to get out in front of people and practice my right. set and fail in front of people and practice and fail. What is that process like like how do you prepare for something like how do you prepare to be beautiful so well, much pressure it's not really but not that that's the only thing yeah I don't, mean to, <laughs> I don't mean to chop it down to just because I know like there's other things and other than just being beautiful but you know what I'm saying like yeah well you- I got to experience both sides of them like I got to experience like the hometown pageants which is you know more about you know your communication skills and your involvement in school right. and you know what you would do for the community and then I got to see the Miss USA system which is more about beauty and you know your fitness and your figure and right and all that stuff put together so um it was what do you like better can you say are you under contract are there, <laughs> no. are there bugs in the room <laughs> <laughs> no um but the most important thing I would say in both of those like systems was you know your interview that was the most important thing which like your ability to yeah to communicate articulate. yeah and um think on the spot, you know, without knowing what you're going to be asked. So that was something that I would always prepare for. It was like interviews that I would sit there and like just have like my mom <laughs> throw questions at me after question to question. Be like, I said, um, so let me start over I say, again. Um, all the, I'm so annoyed <laughs> when I do the podcast. I say, um, and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I have to stop saying, um, I want to get that rid yeah. of my English. I just don't want to say, um, anymore. Yeah. But then it was kind of hard. Like once I transitioned into like full acting, cause you know, I would have the, the beauty queen answer like I personally believe or like that whole like perfect speech that you yeah, start before you answer crisp. yeah so I mean it was kind of fun what's, so what's the difference between Miss USA and Miss Universe Miss USA is a stepping stone to Miss Universe so are they all connected um yes so is it all like one big corporation yes okay oh, here's a funny thing that I forgot to tell um I interviewed uh Lexi Atkins Mm-hmm. who is an actress and uh, with the same PR firm as you are. And uh, she also was a part of the pageants. Oh, cool. And I, w- my tour was called M- Mess America. Mm-hmm. 
It was Mess America tour. <laughs> and it was just, you know, it was a picture of me. I had some crappy crown. It had nothing to do with pageants. Yeah. And when I, the way it came about is my mother, you know, I told her that somebody thought I was Miss America. These like cute older ladies that were yeah. from Bolivia came to my show and, and, and they were like, oh, you're Miss America. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And I thought it was so cute. My mom was like, no, they, they said Mess America. Yeah. And so I thought it was cute. So I titled my tour that. And the Miss America Corporation came after me. Oh, really? Yeah. And they sent me a cease and desist letter like, Oh, my God. You're infringing on our brand. And I was like, wait, no. It's, no, it's not spelled that way. It's not, it has nothing to do with that. So it was just funny to, like, you know, get threatened by such a huge corporation. It's like, I, I, I'm not a beauty pet. There's nothing. To, I'm a comedian. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy that yeah. they came after you. They came, like, a little, like a legal letter sent to my lawyer. And you're he, like, what? <laughs> it's just been an ongoing joke. It's like, who's going to sue me now? Like, Miss America. And it's right. so funny, like, I'm so far from that whole world that yeah. they would even consider me even threatening them at all. Yeah. It's just funny how that whole <laughs> thing came about. So what happens for you after, like, the pageants? Like, how do you figure out what to do next? Like, did you know that you wanted to go uh, into act? Is it acting is your main yeah. thing now? Because yeah. you have a show on Hulu, Los, mm -hmm. Los, East, Los, East High. Los High. Yeah. Well, typically it was... Just like a reali realization for me was I'm not 5'11", I'm 5'2". Right. And I'm not going to be Miss Universe. Well, you know, it was just you me. You can be in your, own, in your own right. You in can In my be. own right, you know. But, like, I mean, it just, I just was thinking one day and I was just like, you know, I'm better off acting. You know, I love to act. Yep. You know, that, that has always been my dream. And, you know, I already played around in, in the pageant industry. And, you know, I had fun. I won a couple titles. Yep. And, you know, I'm out of there. Let's yeah. go. Let's it's go get a show. Practice, <laughs> practice for you. Like, yeah. It under definitely, pressure, a lot of pressure. Yeah. And it, having to not show that. So uh, like on very, stage yes. or like on auditions. You, oh, know? you have to like <laughs> not sweat. <laughs> yeah. Not sweat. Be perfect all the time. But Smile. Well, what's funny, it's, what's funny is, you know, acting is like you're just totally relaxed now. It's not like yeah. you have to be with like perfect posture and, you know, glamoured, right. glamorized all the time yeah. and all that stuff. It's but. more of like an accessible art than, yeah. than having to be so poised right. in the pageant. Do you miss the pageant world? Sometimes, yeah, I do. I mean, there's, I still watch the pageants every year. You do? You know? So you're like, do you, yeah. do you critique it like the same way I'm like yeah. a comic? You're like, wait, you better put your back straight. Yeah, I'm like, wait, she was a five. That was a five. Okay, um, <laughs> let's, let's move on to the next section, evening gown. Okay, that was it. Okay, that was an eight. That was a five. You're holding up your card. Yeah. <laughs> Are you screaming at home. the TV? <laughs> well, I'm like eating ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're not good enough. I'm stuffing my face full of ice cream. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite ice cream? Um, Cookies and cream. Me too. Really? I love cookies and cream, and I also love chocolate chip cookie dough. Um, I'm just a cookies and cream or vanilla. I'm very simple. Yeah. I'm not a very, like, dessert type of gal. Me neither. Sugar's I, not good for you. That refined sugar <laughs> is not good for you. But I like junk food. Yeah. But, I mean, like, the whole, like, dinner and dessert like i'm like nah, yeah, me neither. I'm, I'm cool i just want the dinner give me like the mac and cheese i don't need all the other stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> what um do you think about anything that you regret i mean i really don't have regrets i, yeah. I think it's it's, it's not, a learning process. it's a learning process did you have anything that maybe you didn't like about the pageants anything that like when you think back you're like ah oh, man I, you know if they had done it this way or um, I, I wish this wasn't a part of the process like anything i mean it must have been difficult yeah Especially as a young woman and a young Latina woman, you know, mm -hmm. just trying to break through stereotypes and all of exactly. that and just be seen as a woman and not a Latina woman, even though you want to re represent your people and, and represent a culture, you still want to be respected across the board. Right. So is there anything that you like? Um, I just felt like 
some of the systems were, you know, like a bit, not, I wouldn't say fixed, but I would yeah. say like, you know, you always know who's going to win. Like yep. you're, you're, you're at the pageant, you know, you're working your butt off. Sorry, I'll I was going to say ass. ass. You say ass. You can swear <laughs> like on this. Ass. Let it out because this is uncensored. Like, <laughs> you know, you bust your ass off out here. You know, you train for like months for, you yeah. know, for this big competition and you just get there and you're like, you already know who's going to win. Right. You already know your top five. Yep. You already know the, you know, the favoritism around in the room. You it's know? a real thing. So it's, and a, it's, it's a real really thing. fixed. I mean, I was lucky enough to place, you know, top 15 in that system, which was nice. Yeah, you that's know? a lot of a lot of girls. Out of like 100 girls. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, that's a good, you know, place. Is it like an ego boost? Like, do you feel like, like, what, what does it do for you besides boost your ego? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I know it must feel good to be like, I... I feel pretty. I feel recognized. Right. You know, like, I didn't feel like, oh, I was, you know, like, just pushed to the side. Like, right. I felt like I actually made an impression. Yeah. You know, that I was chosen to be one of the top 15. Right. You know? And in your mind, did you know, like, when you're doing all these pageants, I want to do something else? Like, were you like, I'm going to use this pageant to get to where I want to be? Or was it the pageant happened, then you were like, oh, I'm going to just go into, I'm going to do acting. Because now it's it's a natural. That was, um, the USA system was more of my last pageants one of the last pageants I did mm-hmm. so I had already done you know like Miss Downey I had done Miss Downey twice so I won two titles with them the teen and the miss right and then I did the the Latina pageant and I competed nationwide where I placed second and then I tried the that's the USA crazy. system and at that point I had already you know done a lot of pageants and you know experienced it Jeez. and by that time I was just kind of like a make it or break it whether <laughs> I'm going to continue doing pageants or I'm not I, I'm impressed you got you know? out yeah, or else I would still be. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's Imagine. smart. It's smart because a lot of people just recycle in the system, and then it's, you know, I'm not talking shit about pageants at all. No, yeah, uh, but it's you have to make a choice to either develop a skill or continue upon. And again, I'm not saying girls who do pageants don't have skills. No, but I'm yeah. saying if you stay in that thing, you're gonna have to do it for the rest of your life. Yeah, and it's just smart that you were like, I'm gonna bust out of this and do something else. See, it's it's I've a risk. Always, I've always been like. I don't know, well-rounded. So, yeah, like, I've you always, seem it. You seem to get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to try so many things growing up, you know, like, I wanted to do pageants, I did pageants, you know, that wasn't my forte, so, okay, bye. And then I wanted to do, <laughs> I wanted to be a professional sports cheerleader, so I did that for three years uh, for the MLS soccer team, Chivas USA. Wow, probably some hot, dudes? <laughs> some hot football Oh, players. my God. Soccer players, so... sorry, football in Spanish. <laughs> okay, they're so emotional. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, like when, I, when I've ever watched soccer and they miss a thing or they make a thing, they're just but, like, oh, they throw themselves everywhere. Yeah, and those games are so long, too. They're so, and they score, like, one point. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. But, th- like I said, I like being well-rounded. I tried everything I wanted to try, and... Um, now I'm just sticking to acting because that's like yeah. you know, my passion. Did you take classes? Yeah. Do you like taking classes? I, I'm my manager's been pushing me to do that as yeah. well, and it's I feel so vulnerable. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's fun to go and learn new things that you don't know. Yeah. And, you know, just push yourself. Did you cry? Did you have to do one where you like cried in front of the class? Cried. Um. Or like get emotional? Yeah. <laughs> is that, see, it's yeah, like, and I, it's so crazy because what I do is an emotional. I do stand up comedy. I'm very vulnerable on stage, right. but it's like the thought of. It being used for acting is a totally different thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's fun. I mean, you get to be happy one day. You get to be sad. You get to be depressed. You get <laughs> Sounds to. Sounds like being a woman. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like when you're BMSing. <laughs> but yeah. you get to be like funny. You get to be a mean girl. Like yeah. everything. So it's, it's fun. true. It's just fun. You're just playing a role. Yeah. Yeah. What What would you think that you would do? Like, what aside from 
entertainment mm-hmm. what would you do as a job or as a career or anything like if it were if you could be anything like for example if I could just have the knowledge in my brain inserted into my brain by the time I woke up tomorrow I think I'd be like a veterinarian I would be very boring living on a farm someplace in Oklahoma <laughs> I would be a lawyer really yeah I feel like I'm really good at like arguing back and forth you know like like no I remember when you said this and this and that I remember when this happened this and this and that (laughs) so I'm like I would be a really good lawyer but all that school I don't think I I know I would love to see you in a courtroom like no I remember this this and this and they're like what is your lawyer saying she's saying this this and this no but she's gonna fight she's gonna make a point (laughs) hey maybe I'll play a lawyer role one day right you could. Yeah. I could see you playing a lawyer role. Like Legally Blonde. Yeah. <laughs> Legally Latina. <laughs> right. It could be a whole other genre. Imagine. That'd be so great. <laughs> um, what, uh, did you have to do like a skill thing for the pageant thing? Like what skills do you? I danced. Ooh. Yeah. What kind of dance? Um, there was times where I did uh, jazz or I did tap. What, see, you know, when someone says jazz, I think of like, hey, little oh, bird, like little jazz <laughs> hands. Like I don't know what jazz dance no, is. No, jazz is like kind of like modern it's just like, like turns like an upbeat of like ballet is it very technical sort of okay but it's like ballet but more fast movement okay so you're like so turning. you're being stung by a bunch of bees <laughs> you've got agita and you need to get to a bathroom but with like movement, movement. <laughs> <laughs> do you do it still like for fun or do um i don't really take jazz classes anymore i take more of like hip-hop classes just for fun um but yeah i still go How to class you take a hip-hop class yeah they're so fun See, that's another thing, though. But do they make you, like, do, like, okay, go out and do a solo dance? No. Okay. Because I wouldn't know what to do. No, they just um, teach you the routine, and then you do it in groups. That sounds like fun. But everyone just goes and has has a good time and enjoys themselves. I've always kind of wanted to be, like, a video vixen. (laughs) <laughs> but not like a skanky one, but just like, you know, the, they're like, oh, look at like the white girl comes out and I'm like, damn, she got a booty. And I just like do a little booty bop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could definitely <laughs> see you doing that. <laughs> I just come out and I do my little booty bop and then I leave. And that's it. I'm like, I'm you're like, hey, do you remember that blonde girl? <laughs> that was me. That was me. <laughs> With the enormous ass. No, it was a real ass. Those weren't pillows. Stop. <laughs> Stop looking into it too hard. It's just that was my enormous ass. <laughs> I have, you know, a very small waist and a round thing in your face. Um, do you do you find yourself like having a hard time balancing work and play? Um, not really. Do I've you, always do you give yourself time off. Yeah, it's I've important, always, right? Yeah, it's important to give yourself time off and have your alone time. You know, especially even if it's just like twenty, thirty minutes, you know, a night that right. you have some alone time to like. You, you know, shut your phone off. Shut your phone uh, off. Watch a show or just you know lay there. What are you watching now? What's like, if you go home, if you could go home right now and just watch something for, binge on it for three hours, what would you watch? I actually missed uh, the episode on Devious Maids last night, so I want to go home and watch that today. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> Devious <I'm> Maids, that's <laughs> hilarious. Is it on Lifetime? Yeah. Lifetime's got some good programming yeah, right now. Yeah, I would like watch like three Lifetime movies like this weekend because I was bored. Those are so good. Oh, I know because they're always like, oh my God, what happened? The horror beneath Who's a the Lifetime killer? Movie. Who killed her? <laughs> Who killed the mom? <laughs> Was it the daughter or the husband? <laughs> and it's like, it was the dog. And the dog's was like, dun, dun, dun. it's like always some craziness. <laughs> I love Lifetime movies. Yeah, me too. I like sci-fi because they're movies. It's like equally, 
so bad it's good yeah like the do you ever watch sci-fi network no on a saturday if you ever find yourself is there like, like just movies all day long usually all day long saturday and sunday and it is the worst best movies ever <laughs> it's like it's like what they, they, they just combine two different creatures like they have sharknado you know sharknado yeah. and then they have like octo spider and it's like an octopus and spider and it just terrorizes it all down <laughs> and i love that shit i can't yeah. get enough of it it's like so so bad i just feel good when i watch it though you're just like first you're like all like what's gonna happen next and then you're laughing at them yeah you're like this is horrible this is so good it's, it's so bad it's good yeah um do you have like a hollywood crush who's hollywood your guy crush. or girl mm-hmm. my girl crush is eva mendez Mm-hmm. And it was Ryan Gosling, but he looks a little too sloppy in the face for me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Channing Tatum until I found out he's got a snaggletooth. Have you seen a snaggletooth? No. Great. I tweeted about this, and ev- it r- it people were raising hell. He's really? Got a, he's got a little, like, DL snaggletooth on the DL. So you're like, oh, he's not my crush anymore. No. It's like, you got all that. You can't you just turn it a little? All he has to do is, like, just turn it yeah. and put it where it belongs. Like if <laughs> Make it perfect. <laughs> If women are held to this ridiculous beauty standard, that you have to be so like perfect. Men. Yeah, I mean, I know Kirsten Dunst is like, I'm chilling with my tooth. I'm not gonna fix it. I respect that. She, because she's upfront about it. She said it in interviews. Yeah. Channing Tanning is just like, ah, oh, Magic Mike, watch out for my snaggle tooth. It's gonna come out of nowhere and scare the hell out of you. Just zooming in there. <laughs> I swear to God, when we're done, you have to Google. I will. You can show me. <laughs> Channing Tatum Snaggletooth. And it is real. It's real. But uh, so I don't know who my guy is. It's probably, I mean, Stamos is just obviously my dude. That's like, he's been my dude forever. Mm-hmm. I don't know who else. I, who do you like? Mm, I like Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. I mean, he's, I mean, he's, he's a, he's a weird, on. like cute. Yeah, like, he's a you weird know, like cute. sweet, cute, like, I don't know, genuine kind of guy. Yeah simple kind of dangerous yeah but still nice yeah <laughs> i'm down with him he's cute he's a crush for me um and the girl crush i would have to say eva longoria i really like her oh she's great yeah i loved Des- desperate housewives i can't even say it did you ever watch desperate housewives i, I watched a season or two yeah it was so so good it, and she's a she's just fun and she's funny yeah she's funny she's a very funny like she's just like a a cool girl. Yeah. yeah. She's cute. I could get down with her. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who else is out there. John Hamm. But I was like crushing on John Hamm because everyone was talking about how was his bulge. His bulge was, his bulge made news. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like everyone's making news. <laughs> with like their little defect. <laughs> Versus a snaggle tooth. Yeah. You put it all together. It's like, oh, who is this? <laughs> you should just someone should create a body of a man from all the things from everybody that's wrong and just put it on to one thing <laughs> like take like robert redford's skin and and channing tatum's snaggle tooth you know they have a website um of celebrities feet online. wikipedia yeah wikipedia and they have like celebrities feet like pictures or, like, like when they're on red carpets and all that stuff and they take just have pictures of their foot that's weird yeah someone it's like put their me t- on that me too that's <laughs> how i know <laughs> <laughs> we're both on wikipedia it's like my toes are all messed up i'm like really <laughs> oh my god I'm gonna pee that's my how pants. i knew about it because i googled myself and then that came up and i was like what is this and i could just see my toes there i'm like okay cool <laughs> is it at least a good picture of your feet um I mean, oh my god my cheeks hurt so they bad they weren't all like falling out of my shoe that day so <laughs> i guess it's okay was it the thing like when your feet come out of the, it looks like they're hanging onto the sandal no they were like kind of like scrunched up like like not trying to fall out <laughs> 
<laughs> like standing back from the ledge. Yeah, standing back from the ledge, <laughs> holding my weight. <laughs> it looks like a group of people scared to fall off a cliff. They're like, no, 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 no. We're all, we're all, we're all staying up. here. Who started Wikipedia? That's so funny. I, I was like, it's I hope so she's funny. on Wikipedia. What about your feet? How do your feet look? I mean, I try and keep mine fresh uh, now. I'm like, who's sneaking shots at my toes? I know. Every time I go to like an, uh, a red carpet or anything, I always make sure I have a pedicure. Uh, you have to because you're like, next thing you know, your snaggle foot is going to be up on Wikipedia. Seriously. It's like, is there, no, is there anything we can hold sacred? No. It's going to be like you know fuckleknuckle.com look at the celebrities with the worst knuckles it's seriously like, or the, the nails like i don't uh, even have my nails done today but me neither I mean, mine are all chipped up mine look like a runaways <laughs> set of nails it's like can i borrow five dollars i've got tar under my nails <laughs> it's just too much like so when you chill do you we were talking about this before we started yeah. recording like the whole makeup thing do you would you like i mean obviously you like makeup for different reasons and you have yeah. a fresh face for different reasons but i love not having to put makeup on i love the way i look with makeup on but i also i think it's important to find comfort and find beauty away from all of the stuff that we put on our face to match whatever the right. thing is out there the standard yeah because you're a very naturally beautiful oh, thank girl you. and uh, inside and out because you're very smart and you're you know you've got the whole thing thank you but do you feel comfortable just without makeup like yeah. going out in the world yeah i'm i usually don't have makeup on yeah most of the time but then there's times where i just put a little bit of something on just yeah. to like you have like just the be right okay. amount you know, it's like natural just some mascara or yeah, just some bit. like lip gloss just that my <laughs> lips aren't all chapped they're shiny um but yeah i'm comfortable without wearing makeup yeah that's an important thing like if you had to if you had to say something to that was maybe like eternalized for girls and maybe your younger self or like something that you would want your daughter to know when you have a daughter or a sister like something that like a word of advice for girls pertaining to image and especially somebody who's been through a system that the one of the main things is is you're scrutinized Mm -hmm. because of your looks so you must have an opinion on you know image and what it means to women is there something you would say to to women about how they feel, about how they look, or maybe something to remember, hold just on to. Be yourself. I yeah. mean, there's, there's, you're the only thing that's best is you know being yourself and yeah. you know being comfortable with yourself. You know your weight. You know without makeup. You know the way you look. Like don't be so like scared to be yourself. Yeah. And, you know the magazines is just magazines. You know yeah, it's Photoshop. Um. You know they have makeup on. You know it's like don't compare yourself to those things you know just be comfortable with yourself yeah i think that's appreciate important. that yeah yeah that's nice it's very important because and you feel good if you do appreciate yourself you know and feel good about yourself you know yeah and instead of you know always comparing yourself to oh this girl you know has bigger boobs than me maybe i need a boob job or this girl wears makeup and she's only 13 i should be wearing makeup because i'm 13 you and know? that's it's what like, happens and it's like no like just you know when you're ready you you go and put some makeup on right you know? what however you feel yeah when you feel comfortable it's just like be yourself and how, okay so that being said how do you feel about the kardashians <laughs> do you think here's a question i'll be more specific do you think and i'm not i don't hate on anybody yeah. there's certain aspects of society that frustrate me and luckily i have a job where i get paid and, and my work is to absorb those things digest them and regurgitate them out with my point mm-hmm. of view how do you feel about the kardashians do you think they're a positive influence do you think they're a negative influence do you think it's both i think it's a little bit of both i would say yeah yeah would you let your like say 
in 10 years you have like a 12 year old daughter and we're right now and yeah. it's happening right now would you let her watch the kardashians i mean i wouldn't i would just right. because i don't want to be that type of mom that you know keeps her away from certain things because mm-hmm. yeah but i would let her watch it but then again i would also give her the speech that i just told you like yep. don't you know, just because they're wearing makeup and they're doing these type of things, like, you don't need to be doing that just because you want to be just like them, you know? Yeah. Be yourself. And I think that's a, that's a conversation that's I, a I think lot of parents don't have. They don't have that, so that's why a lot of girls out there, you know, you know, just copy, not copy, but, like, go after, like, oh, she's wearing yep. makeup, I'm doing this. You know, she's going out, I want to do that. She's getting this done, I want to get this done at this age. Yeah. Or, like, I want to have a boyfriend because she has a boyfriend. It's like, it's like... You just have to have that talk. Right. And I think things will be better with, like, your kids if they're having that problem. Yeah. yeah. And it, that's one thing that I think is missing. Just that little, just a little sit down. Yeah. Those little sit downs go, <laughs> it's like those things, like, when you become but an adult. But a lot of parents are, like, afraid to have those sit they downs. Are. You know, it's just, like, so nerve wracking. It is because you don't want, you know, like, well, is this the right thing to say to my kid? Yeah. I don't want to say the wrong thing. And then my kid grows up and she never puts makeup on <laughs> and she scares everybody. <laughs> yeah seriously but yeah m- like my mom wasn't the type to like sit down and like say things it was kind of like when I got older then yep. she would just like say it out loud you know but it sh- it, I think it was because she was nervous like, my mom too everyone's like nervous just like hey let's sit down let's chat yeah. like let me tell you like right. my views like you know it's a little bit nerve-wracking it so. is nerve-wracking but I think that's a very important thing to do as a parent yeah. just like have a little sit down be like hey you don't need to slather this makeup <laughs> on your face you're be- let me tell you you're beautiful without all that stuff if you want to go out on a Friday night put a little stuff on yeah put whatever you want to feel make it feel good but know that you don't need that and it doesn't define you yeah not every day not you know? every day one day just for fun because <sighs> you were both saying like when we have like tapings or video or whatever we have to do for work like sometimes Sometimes people don't realize this. Like you might have something early in the morning. Like save to do some yeah. press for something. You gotta put a little makeup on. You can't. You know, just when, you, especially when you do like news in the morning. Yeah. Because compared, it's like your bags. Yeah. <laughs> Showing up with bags. Oh no, I want to be natural. I want to be natural. Like, okay. But I'm like half asleep still. Yeah. And like compared to like anchor makeup, which is cur- like yeah. so thick. You look like a crazy person. Like I've I've done morning news where I haven't put any makeup on. I'm like never again. I'm gonna go and put some makeup on. But yeah. we were saying like sometimes you have to put makeup on, and then and we, you might have a, a day where you have like five hours where you don't have to do anything, and then you have to put makeup on again at night. Yeah, and it's just men 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 don't have to men do don't that. have to do. They that. just go home and change, and they're like, okay, I'm ready to go. It's like, and they take, sometimes it's like they take longer than you do. Oh, yeah. But it's like, because we're already <laughs> trained to do that. So yeah. we're like, all right, we have to be on time. I have 15 minutes to do my makeup, do my yep. hair, change, new outfit. All right, I'm out of the house. Guys, like, take their sweet time. They thinking do. like, oh, well, you take forever. But it's like, no, we take 15 minutes. You take like 30 minutes to change your clothes. And to do your hair. To do yeah, your, ba- to do your, your man hair. bangs. Yeah, seriously. I'm sorry. I might take some time. I have to put a whole new face on. Yeah. You have to change your shirt. I have to contour i have to draw in have to, bone structure i have to contour <laughs> i have to straighten my hair oh you have a chin already i've got to paint mine on <laughs> seriously i have to get myself some more lashes yeah oh no your eyebrows are fine your eyebrows look like they were burned in a third degree accident mine i have to draw on i have to look a certain emotion all day long you can just look like a total bum okay charlie chaplin you have a good yeah. time over there <laughs> It's so crazy, like, the differences between men and women, especially when it comes to, like, beauty standards. Yeah, seriously. Just all the, we have to shellac shit on our face. <laughs> um, I want to wrap this up with so, a couple things I'm going to prompt you with, and okay. then you finish it. Sure. Um, before I die, I want to... I want to jump out of a plane. Oh, that's a good one. 
No, I'm, like I'm, tandem, or do you want to like no skydive? Really go by yourself. Yeah, but I mean, all of my friends have done it already, and I've always chickened out. So like, it's just kind of a goal. Like before I die, <laughs> I have to do it someplace. You know what? It, whatever age it is, but I'd want to do that. Just I think it's a good goal. It's just, it's definitely good to put yourself in a scenario where you are freaked out and out of control. Yeah. I mean, all my friends have gone, so like I'm. They're always inviting me. I even had a ticket one time, and I chickened out, and I was like, "Really? Did you, know, did you chicken out in the plane or no, 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 no? <laughs> before they were like on their way, I was like, "I'm sorry, guys. Like, I can't. Like, I can't. Like, wow. I'm probably gonna die." <laughs> I think I'd want to skydive next to you to see you just losing <laughs> your shit crying. all the way down. <laughs> Please make it down <laughs> safely. That's a good one. Okay. Um, it turns me off when... Hmm. Now, this can have to do with a guy or it can have to do with people in general. It can have to do with society. It turns me off when people are not humble. I like that. That's a good one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because any, at any moment, I don't care what you do, at any moment... We're all human. We're all human. No one's better than no, no nobody. No one's you know? better. And just be humble. And just be humble. Especially in this industry, it can all go away you know, tomorrow. People can skyrocket. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, they don't know how to take it down a notch. And, you know, you need to learn how to k- take it down a notch and, you know, just stay humble the whole time. Right. Be who you were before you Before became all this what, happened. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, we all, we all die. So... You're no better than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? You're not going to live longer than me. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, okay. On the flip side of that, it turns me on when? It turns Again, me. Again, this doesn't have to be a <laughs> sexual thing. I'm not trying to figure out, you know, it She's can like be anything. <laughs> <laughs> it turns me on when um, people have great personalities. Yeah. You know, very down to earth. I like that. You know, that. can get along with and can easily talk to. Yeah. Like you. Like me? Yeah. I feel the same way about you. You're so great. <laughs> Okay, here's a fun one. I could eat blank every day. I could eat French fries every day. Plain French fries? Like, yeah. What kind of French fries? No, There's plain. so many kinds. Just like McDonald's plain? Yeah. Oh my God. You don't even want sweet like, potato? No. I don't like sweet potato. No poutine? No. Have you ever had poutine? No. I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no. No, you're like, what is that? <laughs> no, but French fries, yeah. I don't just know. Plain I just French fries. I just like French fries. I do too. But I've been like, not eating them so much just because they're not that great for they're you. They're not that great for you, but it's hard because you're like, you're like, so just small. Just snacking on them, you know? <laughs> like, it's just so small and you have a thousand of them. You're like, but this just this big. I know. There's just like sometimes where you're just like at the pool and you're just like, I just want a snack and you order French fries. Yeah. Like, it's an easy know. snack to have, it's especially a, if you like you had a little too much to drink the night before. Stop yeah. with all the alcohol. Seriously. You're like, I'm ready to go. Let's have a <laughs> margarita. After the hangovers. <laughs> <laughs> After all the hangovers. Okay. Drink of choice. Drink of choice. If you can have, like, you know, a couple libations after work on a Friday night, hmm. what do you go for? What do you go for when you don't have to work the next day? So that's different. Okay, yeah, it's different. Okay, so when I don't have to work, I go for margaritas. Margarita. Sweet? Yeah. Uh, like a sugary? No. Yeah, me neither. Just like regular, you know, lime margaritas. All right, I like that. That's nice and classic. Um, I'm most afraid of? I'm most afraid of spiders. Really? Yeah. Real? I mean, that's like yeah. a basic fear, but I have no, that too. But like, I've always been afraid of spiders. They're rude, right? Seriously, like, I still have to like call someone to come p- kill a spider <laughs> in my house. Seriously, or I'll just leave it. I'll just leave it, or I'll throw something at it, but I won't like <laughs> go and kill it myself. Like spiders specifically. Like, what about like any other kind of bug? Like, what about like what are other like I I lived in New York City. Cockroaches were everywhere. Like, you afraid of cockroaches? Um, or is it more specifically but, I don't spiders? Know, just spiders, because they could bite you. You know, yeah. they get spider bites and 
don't have know. you what's the biggest spider you've ever seen have you ever seen like an enormous one no i had a sucker i came home from a gig well actually yeah kind of i mean like, like a big chunk hand one? oh you've seen a big one but like those that? are like the daddy long leg ones right as big as your hand yeah where where are you outside from? la oh my god <laughs> i'm like la <laughs> Wait, the spiders are the spiders are doing steroids out here. They're like, well, I got a roll tomorrow. I got I've been beefing up for my roll. I'm the rock stand-in. <laughs> You've got the rock stand-in spider outside of your Seriously. house. That's freaky. Yeah. Have you seen those videos of um? They're called cam- uh, camel spiders. No. In the Middle East. No, but my friend went to uh, the Philippines and he showed me a spider that was like, literally, this big. That's uh, in a closet. In a closet. Why in a was closet. it? Was it get, that's just how big the spiders are there. Like I don't know. He was just like, "Oh uh, look, there was a, this big spider in my closet." Like not even outside. Like you know, out there, like in the wild, there's like big spiders. But like this was inside of a house. Did it? Did the spider come out of the closet? <laughs> yeah, it, it came out. Gay spider joke. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Have Have you heard of camel spiders? There, there. So there are these spiders and. They became started becoming popular because like the troops, the you know the army guys would take photos of them mm-hmm. and videos of them and yeah. you know post them up. And this is like the beginning of when YouTube was like really blowing up. <laughs> and these spiders can run ten miles an hour. That's crazy. Ten what? miles an hour, and they bite very hard, and they're big. They they look like prehistoric aliens. Yeah, it's terrifying. You should look at it later. So we have to no, look at we'll look at each other's feet. We'll look at Jane and Taylor. I don't look at the spiders. <laughs> the snaggletooth. <laughs> the snaggletooth. What else? <laughs> Just there was the one more. Stuff. You said Wikipedia. No. So we're gonna get the camel spider. Char- Channing Tatum <laughs> snaggletooth. What else are we gonna look at? There was one other thing. I forgot. I forgot too. It was something about your crush. Was it was it John Stamos? Yeah. Oh no, it was it no. Bulge? John Hamm's yeah, Bulge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we got that too. <laughs> um, okay, I'm most afraid of we got that. My favorite song to dance to. My favorite song to dance to is Girls Just Want to Have Fun. That's a classic. I can hear it right now. I mean, everyone just plays it. You just start <laughs> dancing. I mean, you can't just sit there. Come no, on. That's good. <laughs> um, here's a dark one. I'm kind of a dark comic. Okay. What What would you like it to say on your epitaph? Oh. If you could write it. Because, you know, you don't get the opportunity to do that unless you say, hey, I want this. Right. You're stuck with some other ghostwriter's BS version of what they think your eternal thing will be yeah that's a lot of pressure for somebody like i don't i don't know she was a great person if you could have if you could really write your own epitaph and this is just something that i just thought of and i think i might have to turn this into a bit but if you could Hmm. what would you like to have on there that's a hard eternal resting place that's a hard one it's a tough one right what would yours be (sighs) loved loved hard ate a lot (laughs) Loved a lot, ate a lot, and fart farted even more. <laughs> is that the past tense of farted? Is there farted? Is that farted. is that a real? I think it's farted. That? Is it farted? <laughs> That's what mine would be. It'd be like cute, kind of <laughs> sweet, a little gross. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Maybe mine would be fall down eight, stand up seven. No, stand up seven. Yeah, I know where so you're going. You know this. which one I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, you know which one I'm talking about. But I don't know. That's a hard one. <laughs> it should just be that. It should be you trying to figure trying out. to figure out what quote I want to use, right? When people read it. They're like, eight fall down, stand it, up. Did she stroke out? Which is oh, that she stroked yeah. out when she was writing this. <laughs> My last stand up, I stroked out. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Well, you've been delightful. Thank you. You're great. And where I have, you know, a bunch of girls that from Girl Code that love to listen to this podcast. Ooh, nice. Where can they find you? Tell tell them where they can find you and where they can see you and I know they can look at your feet on Wikipedia. Yeah, they can look at my feet. Maybe some more my normal feet. Yes. Your feet that you keep on point now that <laughs> yeah, we know seriously. there's a spotlight on your toes. Where can the ladies find you? Um, and the men. Yeah, they can keep find it cute, guys. They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Composano Ashley. And also I have a website, uh, AshleyComzano.com. Or you can check out my show on Hulu called East Loves High, and I play Tiffany. Please check that out. She's yeah. delightful. You're great. I love talking to you. Thank, <laughs> Thank you for talking you. with us. I, I just realized now, I, I didn't just realize, but interviewing with Ashley, Lexi was also a page, former pageant chick. And Ashley is as well. This motherfucker is still drinking water. Such a pit. You're such a... Get off of me, you slob. <laughs> get off. Wait, no, come back. And Ash- Ashley's a, a former pageant chick. You know, it's just... Uh, it, it, she's doing something with it. You know, she... You have these preconceived notions how, how, how these girls are going to be. Especially knowing that they have done pageants and all of that. And... Lexi, I didn't know that she had done pageants. Um, I, I learned about that actually right before that I right before me interviewing her. So I guess I just had this idea that these girls would be vacant, and that's me just having a judgment on something I don't know anything about. And Lexi's really cool and nerdy and awkward and weird and smart. And you realize that for some of these girls, not all of them. The pageant is just a gateway to something else that they want to do. And it's the same thing with Ashley. She just was, you know, quick and fun and she's got other things going on. The pageant was just a portal for her to figure out other things to do in her life. I just, like, I I don't know, man. Like, if I had a daughter, I feel like that's something, like, that's what was one thing I was trying to talk to her about. Like, I feel like pageants, it's almost like you're grandfathered in. I I want to meet somebody who is the first one who was who was uh, the first one in their family to decide to go into pageants. I feel like that's something where it's just you are it's something that's in your family. You know, like my mother did it, my grandmother did it. That that, that that's how I feel like th- that's how girls get into that whole thing. I I just can't imagine a girl wanting to do that. It's it, it's something that's learned, and maybe I'm wrong. You know, I should have asked Ashley about that. And I'm not even I'm not trying to talk shit about it, but it's just for me having a daughter and knowing how hard it is alone to just be a chick in society and the scrutiny and the image issues and just feeling good about yourself. I wasn't. I'm so God. What I've, I'm such a horrible person. I could have just not burped or moved the microphone, but just like being a chick and being growing up and feeling horrible about yourself. I remember being younger and looking at magazines and thinking I should look like that. And then I feel like these beauty pageants almost validate those feelings, if not encourage them. And I I don't know. I, I can imagine just wanting to protect your daughter from that. And then how do you balance it when your daughter is taking part in in beauty pageants, which solely, not solely, I mean, you know, there are talent aspects to it. And 
you know, I was talking with this, uh, talking about this with Ashley. She's a talented girl. She's excluded from it. Lexi's excluded from it. Both these girls have other things going on and I'm not demeaning their time in the pageants, but from outsider's perspective and from watching these pageants, it feels like the core of the competition is aesthetic and that the talent and substance portion is secondary to how you look in a bikini and how well you stand and how great your smile is how white are your teeth how straight are your teeth how symmetrical are your tits do you have tits what kind of tits are they are they big tits little tits flabby tits can your tits be tucked in do you have hips what's your tit to hip ratio do you look good in a shoe what kind of heels are you gonna wear can you walk in heels can you twirl in a heel this girl's eliminated because she can't twirl in a heel and for me for these pageants to still exist it's it it's baffling to me to me because it, it sort of encapsulates the very thing that sets women back. We're more than what we look like. And if we want to be more than what we look like, we have to stop promoting things that seem to focus on what we look like. And I could be wrong. I would love for somebody to tell me I'm wrong about that, about the pageants, about what they stand for. You know, maybe I, ha I harbor a little ill will towards them because of the Mess America drama, the Mess America scandal with me where I wanted to name my tour Mess America and Miss America came after me. I just called it, I called it Mess America, but it <laughs> I'm trying to change their name to mine. Maybe I have, you know, some hatred towards them because I had to change my tour name. But I, I don't even, I just, for me, and it, that was always my platform on Girl Code, I worry about image and, and, and how much girls focus on that. And if I could say anything, and that's why I always ask girls what they would, girls who have a platform, what you would say, what's a bit of, of advice that you would give to women who look up to you? And for me, it's that image is nothing. Obey your thirst. It's not that image is nothing. I shouldn't say that. It's a part of who you are. So there's nothing wrong in taking pride with how you look and feeling good and all of that. But it becomes dangerous when you start to compare and what the standard becomes. That's when it's dangerous. When we sort of, as, as a society, as a whole, adhere to the standards of beauty, that's where it gets dangerous. That's, you know, and that happens with when these pageants vote Miss, here's Miss Utah, here's Miss so-and-so, here's Miss USA. And then these young girls look at them like, oh, she won because she looks this way. I need to look this way. That's where it becomes dangerous. And that's where I worry for parents and feel bad and, and, and really sympathize with girls growing up. Because there, I don't know if there's equivalent for men. Men are regarded in a different way. And I know it goes way back before even television existed you know all all these things go back before any of this comparison and competition and that can be healthy in small doses but I think once you get into the image thing and that being the the defining factor of what makes you a woman and how you should value yourself as a woman to me I have a problem with that I have a big problem with that and I think it's great that Lexi and Ashley are able, were able to parlay their careers into a different direction. You know, it, there's nothing wrong with using a platform to get yourself to some other place. I'm not hating on anybody. Uh, I'm just speaking to young girls out there. I, honestly, 
I've been there any, in any, and maybe it's easier for me. You know, people probably look at me like, Oh, you're a skinny white blonde bitch. Like what? Like you're fine. But that's irrelevant because all girls feel a certain sense of insecurity and that insecurity can be heightened by these standards that are unrealistic and really there shouldn't be an image standard because everyone looks different. So that's just how I feel about that. You know, it, it is something burning. I feel like it smells like something's fucking burning in here. Maybe it's my apartment. Maybe the maybe the devil runs all the pageants and he's like don't start to break down what i've created and he's trying to burn me out of my fucking apartment um yeah i just if you're listening as a chick or as a dude or whatever i don't care it doesn't matter what you look like you just gotta feel good and treat people right i know that sounds like so cliche and corny and i'm sitting here alone with my glass of wine and my dogs and i had some puff of weed I'm I'm just trying to speak real. I'm trying to speak real. I'm, let's just be real. Let's be cool. Let's just keep it real. Let's me be honest. I can't. I the more I sing that song, the less I forget. The, you know, I just can't remember what the actual lyrics are. You guys know the song I'm trying to reference. But thank you to Ashley Camposano. I thought she I, she just was so delightful. Check her out on that Hulu series, um, East Los High. Is that right? Let's see if I can remember shit properly she was she's but yeah east Los high um she's just she just was great man she just was a lot of fun she she's i think she got her start acting start she did soap operas she's bold and the beautiful i just really enjoyed talking to her so i hope you enjoyed that as well i'm gonna be in atlanta atl last weekend of august friday thursday friday saturday with my girl marcella arguello we're gonna get real we're gonna get thick we're going to go hard, maybe soft. No, just we're going to go hard. Her and I keep texting each other like just, oh, I can't wait to go to Atlanta. I've never been. I've heard great things from my friends. We're at the Atlanta Improv Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the last Thursday, Friday, Saturday of August. I should get those dates for you. I, I have so much shit to remember. I'm trying to remember when to give Fozzie his fucking Viagra pill. The 27th, 28th, and 29th of August. Then the 30th, I'm at the University of Connecticut. And then I'm going to go visit my family in Syracuse for a couple days. So please come out. The Atlanta Improv. Come see me. The Jess America Tour continues. I had to cancel the Mess America Tour because Miss America was worried about me ruining their image. Really, really, motherfuckers. I'm worried about you ruining the female image. I'm worried about you being too focused on the female fucking image. It's not about image. How about you actually get these girls to do something really good and you actually take care of these girls because I know that you guys don't take care of these girls the college fund is bullshit and you make them do all this community service bs and it's all pr bs so all of you motherfuckers who run these competitions can make money and these girls are out there like goddamn assholes posing sucking in dehydrating themselves eating sugar so they can have energy to do these stupid fucking competitions so that they can look good so that your corporation makes money and so that you continue to poison the minds of young girls all across America and all across the world to make them think they should fit some fucking beauty standard that's not realistic <sighs> that's how i feel about that let a motherfucker sue me i don't give a shit i don't care i have dogs mouths to feed and my father needs money for gambling bring it on bring it on <laughs> so much fun life is fun you know what life is a lot of fun 
It really is. And it's important to, to stand your ground and speak your mind, treat people right, and fight the good fight. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. And I'm going to keep it real. That's how I do it on this podcast. And I'm just learning that if you don't like it, you can move on to the next one. Okay? Go listen to some shit about how to put drywall up if you don't like this. Please don't. Come back. I need you. (laughs) I want to move into Jesse May's giveaway. I'm excited. I like to give back to you guys because I appreciate you tuning in every week. I get your messages. I'm on Snapchat. It's just Jesse May Peluso on Snapchat. I'm on Periscope. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I read as much as I can on Snapchat. It's on my phone. So I look at as many messages as I can on my phone. So I appreciate all of you. And I wanted to find a way to give back because you guys have been so loyal to me and in allowing me to do this podcast and going on this podcast journey with me. Uh, Is that the third or fourth burp? Who's keeping count? uh, That's the fifth one. So I appreciate your loyalty and your subscribership. And I just felt like I've said before on my other podcast that I wanted to team up with my favorite products and people who have also been generous to me, products and companies and brands who have become a fan of me. And I want to be able to share that with you guys because I enjoy so many perks in this job. And I feel that I like to give back. I don't want to be greedy and I have enough love in my life that I just want to give you guys. I want to share with you guys the, the things that I get. So this, this, Giveaway is, again, from the Urban Smith out of San Francisco, a great custom jewelry company. You can, you yourself can have custom jewelry made. You just hit them up. Molly will literally put anything, almost anything, I'm pretty sure, on the nameplates. She has rings. Uh, if you go to the website, Urban Smith, she, there's just tons of products that, you know, if you can't find something that speaks about, you know, speaks to your personality, then maybe you don't have one. <laughs> So this Jesse Mays giveaway, I asked you guys to name my sister's new baby that is not yet born. It is due on February 14th, which is adorable. That is Valentine's Day, every single girl's most hated holiday of the calendar year, (laughs) besides her ex-boyfriend's birthday. Uh, So I asked you guys to name my sister's baby, and I used my Facebook fan page, Comedian Jesse Mae Peluso. I asked you guys to post on that. And there were a couple people that really did a lot of names. Nancy Lopez put up a bunch of names. Um, Celia Asizarui put up a bunch of names. Uh, There... Jackie Lau put up a bunch of options. Katie Harris. I see you girls. You girls went crazy. You you went name crazy. It's almost like you opened up a baby naming book and just put every name on there. I read through all of them and most of them are really good names. I just wanted to see how you guys interpreted this and, and what I kind of felt. And I read through every single one. And the one that made me laugh out loud. <laughs> and the winner of Jesse May's giveaway this week, the winner of the Urban Smith Flawless Custom Nameplate is Natalie Slyger. I I know I've said your name before because you've posted on my, you've been a fan. Natalie Slyger Cloud. I asked, please give my sister a name for her baby. And she said, Champagne. The nurse at the doctor's office I'm at right now is named that.
love that she she's I just pictured Natalie reading this reading the contest and being in, and she literally Natalie you probably were in the nurses you're at the doctor's office and you just you had him I love that you painted a whole picture I can see champagne I love that she was the nurse at your doctor's office and you were there right when you posted it I thought it was a very honest funny perfect stripper name for my sister's unborn new baby so natalie slider i sliger sliger cloud you are the winner and i will hit you up and tell you how to send me information if you could if you hear this if you're listening if you could email me at uh actually you know you guys already know my email i'm just i'll hit you up natalie because i feel like if i say this over if i give you all the details and i'm gonna get a bunch of dick pics and they're like yeah i'm natalie here's my cock I'll, I'll find you, girl. I'll send you a message. Hilarious. That made me laugh. Thank you for everybody else who posted. You guys were funny as well. I mean, you guys, you know, took it a little crazy. You really did. You just went crazy. Uh, I'm going to answer some of your questions. How about that? I'll, I'll, there's a few questions you guys and you asked. Mario Renteria, who's asked me questions before. Mario, your profile picture is so fucking creepy. It's like a chihuahua with demon eyes. Now, I normally would sympathize with that shit but you got to take that dog down this shit is making me think about demonic things your dog looks like it runs pageants all across america he asks mario asks will you marry me mario you must not know me that well i don't believe in marriage boo i'm not signing a contract why so you can take all my money that i've worked hard for you must be crazy get that crazy demonic dog and get off my porch get off my lawn robert jackson do you watch the walking dead of course i watch the Walking Dead. Are you crazy? I love that show. I always prepare for, like, I just want to be an apocalyptic era in life. I wish that the apocalypse would really happen. I think having to survive is really sexy and the outfits are really hot. And I would think that the equipment, the survival equipment is fun and cool. I want to use a compass. I want a canteen. I want to have to, like, eat moldy bread and have dirty sex. Basically, I should probably become a homeless person. Um, Natalie Schaefer, Schaefer, if you had the opportunity to be cast in a horror movie of your choice, what type of horror movie would it be? Who would you play and why? Damn, girl, you're speaking right to my soul. I've thought about this a lot. I really have thought about this a lot. And naturally, I want to be the chick that survives (laughs) because I'll get paid if I make it to the end of the movie. Uh, I would like to be in maybe more of a thriller Maybe something where, not paranormal, because I, I don't want to fight against something that is hard to see. I think maybe like a creature feature would be dope. Jason, I mean, I loved Jason. I loved Halloween, like that Jamie Lee Curtis shit where you have to scream a lot and like no bra and your titties look good through a white shirt. You like how I'm keeping the theme of image? I want my titties to look good in the movies. Um, anything where I have to like really scream for my life but also punch a motherfucker like there has to be a tangible villain in it it can't just be like something that I, like a, a ghost cloud that i'm punching through it has to be like a chupacabra or some shit i just want to be able to like punch a motherfucker kevin costello when is the last time you ate fried bologna air air who's eating fried bologna where do you live and d- does any who hurt you that you're eating fried bologna I've never had it. That sounds disgusting. It's like bologna or fried. You can't do both, man. Your heart's going to explode. 
Jasmine Hernandez, Prue, Piper, Phoebe, Paige, or Bertha? Oh, okay. Jasmine doesn't know how to read um, details. Or she just put both of her. Okay, she asked a question. Jasmine, you asked a question after that. So you were doing, you're putting the children's name in with the question. I got it. Where do I see myself in five years? Waking up next to Stamos in uh, Italy, in our in our new house in the hills in Italy. <laughs> in five years, honestly, you know, I've done a couple of my own shows. My book has been out. My podcast is doing really well. And I paid off my mom's mortgage. I bought my dad a house. And I'll be with my five-year-old niece or nephew that my sister's about to pop out real soon. Just working hard and taking care of my family and hopefully Stamos has come around. Last question by one of my oldest, most loyal fans, Andre Jenkins. Since you like horror movies, what do you think of Tremor movies? Oh my God. It's so funny. Did you know, Andre, I don't know if you know, I watched Tremors a couple weeks ago. It was on. If anyone hasn't seen Tremors, and what a great little segue because I haven't talked about movies to watch. I just rewatched Tremors. It's with Kevin Bacon, and it's such a classic. It's shot in the desert, and it's they use actual creatures. And Kevin Bacon, it's just Kevin Bacon and like a horror semi sci fi thriller movie. It's all. It's a perfect Saturday. So if you if you are hungover or if you just have like a little quiet day where you can chill. Put on Tremors. It's one of my favorite creature features. I think it was shot in early 90s, maybe late 80s. I could be wrong. Dope, fun movie. One of my favorites. It's a classic if you're into horror movies. And Andre, it's one of my faves. Uh, you know, it's just Tremors is dope. It's great. Um, yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening again. This, is, this podcast has been a lot of fun. I'm really high, so I need to order some food. <clears throat> Is that six? I've lost count. I'm sorry, guys. I'm so gross. That's really rude. I apologize. And any guys that are listening that was like, oh, she's hot and sexy. And then you heard me burping. You're like, she's gross. Just know that I'm a single independent, financially independent woman who won't ask you and bug you about where you've been at Friday and Saturday nights. It doesn't mean you can just run around on me, but just know that. So if you're a hot single fireman, don't be turned off by my burps. If anything, it's a call for help. Oh, man. Shout out to my boy, Marty Caproni. Follow him on Twitter. He's amazing. Marty Caproni. He's my go-to help for comedy writing, and he helped me a lot with my uh, with my audition tape that I have to put together. So I love you, Marty. I'm giving you a random shout out. Shout out to John Stamos. Shout out to the weed I put on my bowl. Shout out to the delicious wine. Shout out to the shit that shot out of my dog's ass. Shout out to the Viagra that's running through Fozzie's little teeny dick right now that he can't even use because he's a dog and I'm his boss. And I'm like, no, you can't fuck nothing because I haven't fucked nothing because everyone's shit cloud has fucked up my single life. This is a sharp tongue podcast. Don't worry about how you look. Worry about how you treat people. Okay, and how you feel. Be a good person. Don't worry about being a good set of tits or big lips or having big lashes. Have a big heart. I love you people. Jesse May signing off. Okay. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the US on a world map. Why do you think this is? I personally believe that US Americans are unable to do so because uh, some 
people out there in our nation don't have maps, and uh, I believe that our ed education, like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere like such as, and I believe that they should, uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries so we will be able to build up our future for our children. Thank you very much, South Carolina. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.